Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Heidi ho boys and girls. Labor Day is over and we're back in business. Welcome to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I'm Joel Cheeseman. And he's Chad Sowash. And On I'm this Chad week's Sowash. show, Monster's got a new ad and Trumposaurus has a new Sasquatchian look. Skype is killing video interview vendors and Google Hire is commoditized in the ATS business. Buckle up and order a Domino's delivered by a self-driving vehicle. We'll be right back. Google. Lever. Intello. Monster. Jibe. What do these companies, and hundreds of others, have in common? They all use sovereign technology. Some use our software to help people find the perfect job, while others use our technology to help companies find the perfect candidate. Sovereign has been the global leader in recruitment intelligence software since 1996, and we can help improve your hiring process, too. We'd love to help you make a perfect match. Visit Sovereign.com, S-O-V-R-E-N.com, for a free demo. Dude, how smooth was that opening? (laughs) It can't, can't get any smoother than that. If anyone accuses us of a manicured, well, well, First professional show. Not going to have to play them that opening. Yeah, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Raw. All right, man. Dude, we're back. We're we back. are back. We're off the road. We're Ooh. in our home offices, talking shop. Uh, Labor Day's over, and uh, let's start the show with a few shout-outs. Hit it. TA Tech. You want to talk about TA Tech? TA Tech. We love TA Tech. September. Uh, baby. We're going to be in Denver. September 27th through the 29th. Yeah, don't be um, that guy we'll be or that girl that's not going. You you got to go to TA Tech. You got to go. If you if you hit us up on our hashtag Chad Cheese, we might even get you a discount. So uh, hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, shout out to Next, formerly Beyond. That's Next with two Two-Ps. X's. Not to be mistaken <laughs> with triple X. Um, who is sponsoring uh, our live gig at the show. So we're really excited to have them um, on board and we'll do our best not to embarrass them, but we can't make any promises. Can't promise. Can't promise. Can't promise. Can't promise. And by the way, I'm going to, I'm going to beat my own chest for a little bit. Uh, I'm actually up for a resi, uh, the awards out there, the ceremony for, for blogging. So mom's real proud that, uh, I'm up for an award at the resis this year. I bet she is. So just make sure you take your best pair of overalls when you go on stage. That's all I got to say. Overalls, you're getting real classy. I was, I was just thinking, you know, my Daisy Dukes, but hey, I might I do. do some overalls. Hell, wait a minute, I just which I got in in West Virginia when we visited last week. Another shout out to Practice Link. We love those guys. Love some Practice Link. So. Yeah, yeah. We know, I mean, we, know, we know Ken's listening, so Ken, you're the man. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying your workout or whatever you're doing right now. But we enjoyed our time there in uh, in Hinton. And by the way, if you wanted, if if you have a live event, a conference, 
or just want to hang out, uh, Chad and Cheese are for sale. You can bring us to your event, uh, bring the circus to you. Just just uh, reach out to us at, at chadcheese.com. We'll, uh, we'll hook it up. That's a good that's a good byline. Chad and cheese are for sale. If the price is right, we will come and entertain. Possibility. Possibility. Or at least come. I don't know about entertain, but we will show up. Depends on your definition of entertainment. So we did some interviews last couple of weeks, right? Great interviews. The the high Q and dice. The fact that a public company CEO got on the air with us is pretty awesome. No, it is it is pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. It was uh, pretty pretty interesting. Uh, Mike came on. Mike Durney uh, came on, talked about uh, Dice. I mean, we riddled him. Uh, so if you guys haven't heard the interview, you definitely need to go back. Check out. It uh, should be on chadcheese.com right now. Um, but take a good listen to that. Listen to some of the answers. You, you weren't too happy with some of dude, those can answers. I, can I, yeah. Dude, can I – I need to interject here. Um the he a couple of his ants a couple things really got under my skin a little bit not under my skin but I just I just it was hard to listen to um, yeah and Mike's a nice guy but you know yeah. he's the CEO he's the CEO of a public company so I feel like it's okay I'm sure his I'm sure his paycheck will more than soften the blow of whatever the hell I have to say about uh, him and the company but his answer when I when I asked. You know, how are you going to get growth back into the company, um, which was driven by the fact that their stock price is in the tank. I mean, you know, this was once a 14, probably almost $20 stock at one point. Um, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year was an $8 stock. Right now it's hovering at $2. So oh, man. when I asked the question, how are you going to find growth again? His answer was basically batten down the hatches, tighten up the ship, um, get get more efficient. And the guy, you know, he's a, he's kind of a numbers guy by, by, you know, school and by experience, but you're a technical job board. I would expect some answers that were like, you know, AI automation sourcing. Um, yeah, just give me a vision that I can buy into to say, okay, they're giving it their best shot. They're getting creative. You know, they're going outside the box. And I just didn't, I don't know about you, but I didn't get that at all. And that was really frustrating to me. Um, as someone who, who is, who lives in the industry and, you know, appreciates what we're doing in this industry to have one of the, the standard bearers of the brands in our, in our space, not give me a more inspired, you know, motivational answer on what the future looks like at dice was really frustrating for me. Dude, they've been around since 1990. They've been around since 1990. Uh, I mean, they are. There's no question standard bearer. Um, the, the easy answers on really having bad comm score numbers when it comes to, to, to mobile traffic, um, to their open web product, to, you know, being able to really cut a good amount of their their job sites or what have you divesting in those. Um, it, it really feels to me like they're still trying to find their way. They don't have an answer. And that, that was the thing for me was it wasn't a very focused, um, conversation. I think, I mean, we were all over the board answering questions, but I mean, from a CEO standpoint, there, there has to be this path that you know, you're going to take it has to be incredibly focused. And he was, he was, 
talking about a lot of different things, but there really wasn't focused and it wasn't inspiring, which is, again, that's, that's what a CEO needs to do. Not just for us being a couple of, you know, knucklehead podcast guys, but obviously the companies, you know? Yeah. I mean, if, if that, if that's the answer that he's giving employees and shareholders, like that's, that's really unfortunate, but I feel like the guy's hand is hands are tied because they're trying to sell the company. He's, his orders are basically, you know, right. don't spend shit, don't hire more people, don't do any, you know, like he's probably at a, at a, at a space where maybe he'd like to be more adventurous, but you know, everyone who wants to sell the company says, just shut the hell up and, you know, don't do anything that's going to scare the squirrel. Like just, let's just sell this thing. Um, which, and the other which thing scares on the top squirrel. of that. So you, you and I, before this interview, we actually did some homework, which is odd, right? We actually like thought about this because we said, holy cow, a CEO of a public company is coming on, um, yeah. from dice. So we like, I went into the site and did some searches and try, you know, tried to get sort of reintroduced to, to dice. And I found the whole experience very, um, frustrating because it felt like it was 2005. I mean, you know, the, the skyscraper banner ads, the, you know, like the site just has a really old feel. And for a site that's for technology people, I found that, um, unfortunate. And then we, we pushed him on the ads because they weren't really relevant from what we saw, you know, his answer was, you know, it's okay to have pop-ups if they're contextually, you know, relevant to you. And so I went back and I looked at, cause I took a screenshot of the pop-up that I got. Um, and I'd forgotten what it was, um, when he said that, but the ad was essentially for a CI, a CISO, which I have no idea what that is. Um, I'm sure it's chief in information services, something right. But it was not contextual to me. Um, I'm sure it was a technical white paper that they wanted me to download, but not every techie knows what a CISO is. And not all of them are, are CISOs and none of them are security related, which I guess was the white paper. So yeah. you can't really argue that it was contextual. It was a pop up. They get a lot of money. They still get traffic. They send out a lot of emails to people like it was it just felt like we're going to squeeze as much dollars as we possibly can. And it felt like remember when Monster had the uh before you could see a job you had to fill out like a credit check thing um that even at one point asked for social security numbers do you remember that no. like it totally interrupted the whole <laughs> job search experience bad well, if you need if you need to go back to the jason goldberg uh thing at in 2006 yeah feel free to do that but i mean Monster used to have ads all over the place which clearly was like we're going to squeeze money and i know they made a ton of money from that ad. It was like a full page ad. Um, you couldn't really get out of it. Um, and you know, so it's a money play. Um, it's sad. Uh, that's all I had to say. I, it was just, it was frustrating. I, I enjoyed talking to him. Um, I feel like he's sort of in a bad place, but they should be doing better. Um, and I hope, I hope they get their act together and, and fix that shit because dice is a good brand uh, we need technical, uh, you know, help to get these people jobs and get folks jobs. So I hope they they fix it. But man, it's bad over there as as far they're, as I they're can tell. Staple. 
Yeah, they're a staple. I mean, they, again, since 1990, they've been around since 1990, so they're a staple. So to watch them wither, you know, much like we've seen some of the other big brands do the same thing. I mean, you've got to see this coming. Um, they've got to make changes. And it just from, like you'd said, it's like batting down the hatches. We're not going not gonna to make a ton of changes. Um, they need to. Yep. So if you're listening, if you haven't heard the Dice interview, go check it out. Um, it's worth it um, and see what you think. All right. I'm just going to hit the bell here and move us on because I- I'm upset. <laughs> let's let's go to something a little more, a little lighter. Uh, how about pizza? Let's talk about that. Oh, I like pizza. You like pizza. I like pizza I like too. So Domino's. Domino's, ever the innovative pizza company that they are, uh, this uh, past week announced partnership with Ford to have self-driving cars deliver pizza. So a uh, car pulls up in your driveway. Uh, I'm assuming your your app, you know, bings or you know, you get an alert. Your, the car is here. You go out and you put in a code, which I again I assume is on your smart device. Mm-hmm. You put your code in, your pizza or pizzas in my case pop out, <laughs> and and you're done, and you yeah. got pizza, and then yeah. the car car goes away. Like, what a wonderful world we're living in that a self driving car can deliver pizza. I don't have to talk to the person. I don't have to give them a tip. Like, awesome. Go Domino's. Yeah, yeah. go Domino's. This is a bigger <laughs> implication. Obviously, bigger implications. I mean, there are over like three, it was like 3.4 million driver jobs out there now. Oh, yeah. People so, losing jobs. You know, this could be a problem. I don't know. You know, so you think about the FedEx guy, you think about the, you know, um, anybody who's doing just door to door deliveries that you see on, on three, a daily basis. Three million then driving jobs, right? Isn't that what isn't that the, the number? Road, three million uh, truckers, 3.4. delivery people, yeah. cabbies. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Three point four. Yes. So Uber and then obviously Ford with pizza and you've got auto. I think it's auto with Uber on the over the over the road driving. So yeah, no, it's 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 pretty ridiculous, man. Hopefully when Domino's lays off all these people, they'll get like free, they'll get coupons for free self-driving delivered pizzas to make it a little better. Um, And also announced this week, the the feds, the house. Yes. Unanimously approved self-driving car, uh, whatever. Like this is going to happen. The, the, The Congress has said you're free to make cars. Unless Trump vetoes, unless Trump vetoes it and says no, he won't. He won't screw that. Keep won't happen. Keep people jobs. It could happen. The guy He's got on got into office as a blue collar, like you know, bring coal back. He it could anyway. Like self driving cars are going to happen. Pizzas are going to be delivered. Cabbies are going to be out of work. Truckers are going to go. Like this is happening, folks. We've been talking about it on the show every week, probably since episode one and we're watching it in front of our face and it's maybe going to happen quicker than any of us actually thought. Well, yeah. With this type of approval from, you know, from uh, the, the feds for God's sakes. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it gives the green light, no pun intended uh, to organizations to really hunker down and start spending a ton of money in this area. So, I mean, you know, it, if you're looking to get into an industry, yeah, this might be a good industry to 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 get into. Um, I don't know how many. This is what you know, IBM thought. 
yeah, well, that's what they thought until they started getting their ass kicked by Google and Amazon and everybody else. Yeah. Tell us about that. There was something in the news this week, right? $240 million, dude. Okay, this, so this is how bad IBM is getting their ass kicked. So these cute little Watson commercials that they have, and they, and they are kind of cute, right? But these, they're, they're, they're not reality. That's the thing. Or at least that's, that's what the article said. And they're investing $240 million in AI research at MIT. And the reason, they're actually having to pay MIT to do research because they can't get the people into IBM, the right caliber of people, because all these companies want to work, or all these people want to work for the Googles, Facebooks, Microsofts, and the Amazons. So they're having to go an entirely different route to be able to to get this research done. And and to be quite frank, I mean, it, they're grasping at straws right now. Isn't it, isn't it interesting how much brand has to do with employment? Like no nobody worth their salt in technology wants to go to IBM. No, it's, because the brand is old, crusty, stodgy. Right? They want yeah. to work for Apple and Facebook and Amazon, etc. And do you remember? Do you remember the GE commercials about a year ago? Oh yeah, where they're really You're trying waiting. to pitch. You know, hey, you just yep. graduated, come to GE, and like everybody wanted to work at GE. And I just read GE's laying off off a ton of people. Their stocks in the tank. Like. If there's something really special about having a brand that will attract smart, you know, in this case, technology-based people mm-hmm. that will make your company grow. And we, we don't talk a lot about employment brand, but it's incredibly important. Um, not only that, but just your brand as a whole. If your yes. brand is old and crusty, yes. you can you can employ brand the hell out of it as we're a cool place to work. Exactly. But it ain't going to work. And yes. IBM, I think, is proving that. Yeah, we got a cute little voice, and Watson is, you know, we were early to market. But, yeah, they apparently are getting their butt whooped by uh, some cooler, slicker, newer companies. Your overall brand is going to always be the brand that's going to dictate whether you're cool or not. Now, the employment brand will be able to ride off of that, off that wave. But if you've got some old, crusty company, I don't care if it's a great place to work at quote unquote, because you're telling me that it is it's some old crusty brand. I don't want to be a part of that. I want to be part with the cool so, kids. So, so speaking of old crusty brands, uh, bringing it back to employment, uh, our next little item here is a brand new monster <laughs> ad. And that's, yes. that's monster.com, not the energy drink, just because we haven't talked about monster in so long and people might be yeah, confused, shit, but right? you and I in particular remember, you know, probably all the monster campaigns. I mean, most memorably the, you know, I want to grow up to be, have a brown nose. And, you know, that was sort of their initial Super Bowl ad. I was there when we launched that. We launched that. I mean, that was was, was awesome. That was huge. And that was by all accounts, a great ad. Um, And then it went, it kind of went into like Trumposaurus. And for those out there who don't know Trumposaurus, the original monster uh, mascot was this thing called Trumposaurus. It had like a trumpet nose. Yeah, Yeah, it looked like a baseball mascot, kind of greenish color. And then they killed it. I I can remember posting about like how dumb it was to get rid of an icon that everyone knew um, 
for like just a real bland vanilla look. So they got rid of the monster, which used to be all over the website. I'm sure yes. you remember that, right? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. The ads used to say like, you the monster. Remember that? Like, you the yeah. monster. So so they got rid of the monster um, and they're, they're, the value of the company has gone to, sh- to shit since they got rid of Trumposaurus. So they're launching some new ads. They've got a new sugar daddy and ranch dot um, who bought them last year or the year before. Uh-huh. And so this ad, you like you hit it on the nose because you and I grew up on Bugs Bunny. What does the new monster look like for those of us who remember like the old Bugs Bunny cartoons? So, yeah, you remember like the old fuzzy monster that was like an orangish red. His name was Rudolph. I, I had to do some additional wore, research. He wore Chuck Taylor. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what this just like looks like. It's just a different – Color. I mean, yeah, yeah, and there are no shoes. He's barefoot. So, so tell us about what what happens in the ad for those who haven't seen it. So, I mean, it's a. <laughs> It's very King Kong-ish from the standpoint of, you know, this new monster is crawling up buildings, climbing up buildings, reaching into them, grabbing somebody, pulling them out of that building. And as they, they, they're, they're yelling and, and, and fall to the ground. And what, what he's doing is he's taking these employees who are out, who are not happy with their jobs and he's taking them to other jobs and he's smashing and putting them into uh, a, a new chair in a new place. So the funny it is some. It is somewhat funny. It's kind of tongue in cheek, kind of funny. It's it's got this old fashioned music that melds with really the old fashioned business model <laughs> technology that that monster has, which I thought was interesting. By the way, how old is how old is King Kong? Like the original King Kong, thirties. Yeah. yeah, I know there was one recently, but yeah, everyone knows yeah, King yeah. Kong, but it's not else. It, yeah. it doesn't reek of like new at all. But the thing is, I mean, on the bright side, on the bright side, Monster is doing what most marketing departments suck at. They, they're actually marketing. They're creating um, or they're buying. I'm sorry, because they spend a lot of money on this ad. But they're, they're buying really good content and they're marketing it. Um, that's what we're seeing. We're seeing tons of companies who, who, are, who are just churning out content. And nobody's watching them. Nobody's reading it. None of that stuff. The YouTube views on some of these have gone, I mean, they're through the roof, man. So, you know, it is kind of funny. It is kind of tongue in cheek. Do I think more companies will buy monster or more people will use monster because of it? No. Um, they probably won't even remember what it was. A, I mean, the, the actual brand it was, it was about at the end, but, uh, I mean, they're getting a shit ton of views off it. So kudos for them. So, so kidding aside, it, it is a well-produced ad. They spent a, a good chunk of money to do this thing. What what do you think the goal is? If if you don't think that they're going to get more users or employers, like what is Ranstadt's you know mo in doing this? Is it just keep the brand awareness alive? Are they really you know there wasn't anything about like new products or check out the new monster. It was just like. Right. The same monster, just different sort of messenger. Just a different bug. Their vision here that you world. see. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I think I, I think they're, they're just trying to get their brand out like, there, we're, and I, we're I haven't still seen. Alive. Yeah, I haven't, us. I haven't seen anything on like the ZipRecruiters or the Indeeds where they're running on XM Radio and they're on TV and they're all over the place. I've just seen these 
throughout social. I mean, whether it's on LinkedIn or it's on Facebook, I mean, I've seen these videos pretty much rampant all over the place. So they've got, I think they're really trying to hit social very hard, but they're trying to rebrand who they are in a different way. So that first commercial that you talked about was, was great. It had a, it had a great message. Um, it was amazing. Um, one of the better Super Bowl commercials I think has ever been really created for this industry ever. Then the, then the follow-up oh, was for this a, industry for sure. Yeah. For, the follow-up was a Robert Frost, the, the path least taken, I believe it is, um, which was horrible. I mean, it was horrible. They tried to get too heady. They weren't trying to be fun. I mean, it, I think they're trying to go back to that funny piece. Um, and they're trying to really pimp this, this new, uh, monster that they have. Um, we'll see if it works, man. It, it's, it's, it's all about awareness. It's all about trying to get the views. I just, I just think in T minus one day after you watch one of those things, you're not even going to remember it. Yeah. It's very warm and fuzzy. It's very Park Avenue ad Mad Men type production. It is fun. But there's not a lot of like action items. Like the zip recruiter ads, you know, it's like, who will help you recruit? You know, give a thumbs up to the best candidates. We'll have much. So I mean it's very instructional and here's here's our value play. This is very warm and fuzzy tongue and really no action. It doesn't even say like get your next job at Monster. It's like very, very great. So anyway, maybe maybe they'll follow it up with more specific ads and why they're changing or why they're valuable. But um, a pretty ad, but not a whole lot, whole lot there, which was like a lot of my dates in college. I don't even remember. I don't even remember if they flashed the the URL or not. I mean, there. I mean, really, there was no. I don't remember call to action. So once again, it's kind of T minus not even one day. And I'm already forgetting it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what we won't forget is one score because they're a valued uh, sponsor of the show. Let's hear a quick uh, ad and we'll talk about some big news in the video interviewing space and the ATS market. Ever made a bad hire? Well, who hasn't? Hiring the right person can be extremely difficult and quite frankly, can kill your business if you get it wrong. Well, now thanks to the folks at Wonderlick, there is an easy and affordable solution that can help you find the future rock stars and help you avoid the bad apples. It's called OneScore, and you can try it for free. That's right. Chad and Cheese listeners can get a free seven-day trial by visiting wonderlick.com slash cheddar. That's W-O-N-D-E-R-L-I-C dot com slash C-H-E-D-D-A-R. Use OneScore to make your hiring process smarter. Go to www.wonderlick.com slash cheddar. And start your free one score trial now. Chet. Chet, <laughs> you've known Green Job Interview for a while, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they've, I would say they've probably been around, it's not been a decade, but they've been around for a while. And I remember, oh, the, the I, bit, I bet it has. You Maybe think so? 2008. Because I remember yeah, seeing them I'm, at Sherm and talking to the, one of the co founders, and I'm like, what's the big, I mean, you know, this is, this is new technology, but their slant, their first slant that they came out with was really reducing carbon, carbon footprint. Number one, <laughs> I know, right? dude, it, totally that, was. That it, was, it, it was reducing carbon footprint. And in doing that, you're going to be saving money because, you know, hey, this is good for the environment. And guess what? You're going to be saving money because you're not putting somebody on a jet 
to fly them out to do an interview all the time. So, I mean, I, it was, it, it was, it was a pretty funny pitch because I'm not really sure that businesses gave two shits about carbon footprint at that point. Well, what a, it's, it was such a, it was such a strange brand at the, at the time. Yeah. People didn't really think of, Oh, video interviews is I'm saving the environment. But these guys came in with green job interview. Do you remember who one of their big investors was? No, I don't. Kevin Costner. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Kevin, Cause he was in their Kevin video. Costner, <laughs> Kevin Costner is, it was, is a good friend of the founder apparently and was an investor early on, uh, which sort of made them newsworthy. And I remember at Cheesehead, the post was like, you know, Kevin Costner invests in these guys, et cetera, but really nice people. And they've been in business for a long time. Um, but finally they've, they're out, they're gone. So they've sold to montage announced this week. Um, who also got how much in investment? Eight million dollars in funding. Eight million bucks, man. Eight million dollars for video interviewing, basically. And I'm not an expert on montage. Maybe you are, but they're all basically the same to me. A lot of them have different bells and whistles. And what yeah, I what I said, some have, what, what, yeah, yeah, right. Like you know, transcription, and I mean, yeah, there's certain things that others that do, but. The one thing I asked Green Job Interview when I met them was, why would someone do this when Skype is free? Yeah. And ironically, my that question remains to anyone who does video interviewing, which there are a ton of, right? There's like yeah. take the interview, montage, hire view, yep. uh, the list goes on. Um, so Skype this past week, or maybe two weeks ago, Skype has finally launched an interviewing product. You can actually go to skype.com slash interview, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, its first product is for technology people where you interview a technology person. You see them on you know, their, their faces in the screen talking to you. And there are two windows where code can be created and edited where you can actually sort of test technology folks on the spot, on video, on Skype at your desktop or wherever. Um, so to me, it's like one, holy crap. If I'm doing video interviews and Skype finally gets into video interviewing, I'm going, holy crap. Number two is, um, you don't lose anything with like Skype should have been doing this 10 years ago because Skype, people trust Skype. Everyone knows Skype, particularly internationally. Everyone I talk to internationally is usually on Skype because they just know it and they do it. So, to me, this is a bad omen for the video interviewing people. Like, good for Green Job Interview that they got out now. Um, good for Montage that they raise money now. Because I think this is going to be a very different space three to five years from now if Skype, who, by the way, is owned by Microsoft, who also owns, by the way, LinkedIn, creates sort of this whole enterprise video interviewing employment you know, platform, which I think is where they're going, then yes. holy crap. That's that's really important. Yeah, the big question is what took them so long. I mean, they 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 had everything. I, what 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 took them so long? For goodness' sake. So yeah, I they, think the LinkedIn acquisition said, "Hey, we got Microsoft Office, we have LinkedIn now, and we have Skype. How do we put all of those together and crush everybody?" Yeah, and this well, I is, mean, I think, part of that attempt. Yeah, I, I think I think 
video interviewing just from being an employer at one time and having to go through video interviewing. Um, there are some layers that need to happen prior to getting to, to, to that point. Um, but once you get into the video interview, you're right. There are so many that are out there and I think they, they all, at least for the ones that I've seen, they do a damn good job. The question is, how do they enter the market and how do how does an organization like Skype, who obviously have the LinkedIn connection, the Microsoft connection, how are they introduced to small business, medium business and obviously enterprise? That's where I think the, the big key is for any of these organizations is that they have to get that introduction. And we'll talk about uh, a little bit more of that later on the ATS side. But I mean, that's the big key. So from montage for higher view for any of these guys, how do they become an automatic fluid piece of the process without actually having to go out and sell something like this? Skype's not going to have to. It's, it's going to be a part of a suite. Yeah. If if there's been a theme in the last four, six months, yeah. it's the battle of the platforms. It's who's going to be the one stop. I use Microsoft for hiring. I use Google for hiring. I use Facebook for all my hiring. Like, it's about the platform. And none of these standalone video interviewing sites are part of the platform. And they are at real risk of being a feature and just being sucked in. Because you and I both know that since Microsoft has bought LinkedIn... They are serious about feature enhancements, launching new services and, and you know features. And it's obvious to see that a Microsoft Office with LinkedIn, with Skype as one platform is mm -hmm. going to happen. And right, all these right. seeds are starting to, to sprout and, and showing everyone what's coming up. So, yeah, I, good luck. The $8 million, if you invested, good job. You know, good for you. I hope you get your money back or you get a, a return. But... Man, if you're in the if you're in the video interviewing space, man, I'd, I'd be having a lot of sleepless nights. I would be poising and positioning for Google, Amazon, and anybody any of the big players that are out there. Straight up, straight up, fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> sucking my sucking my thumb in the fetal position. So let's roll right on into crushing the video interviewing industry and let's crush the ATS market. What do you say? Dude, it's it's the it's the same it, it's the same conversation. I mean, it really is. It's the same theme. It's the same conversation but on the ATS side of the house in Google Hire, I mean, they're driving the market and they're driving it down. And they once again, you've got an right. applicant tracking system. Let, let's 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 you and I take a trip down memory lane, okay? <laughs> All right, it's two thousand and five. That was Wayne's six, world, by the way, right? Yeah, yeah. Again, we always we love dating ourselves on this show, but anyway, um, Indeed is launched. Uh, Simply Hired is launched. Mm -hmm. Google is like a real deal in terms of traffic. You know, driving traffic. Jobs to Web is creating SEO microsites for companies. <laughs> uh, Jobsters doing their thing, right? Like, what were we talking about? The commoditization of what? Jobs. Yeah. Like jobs. Eventually, people are going to realize that a job has no value. Really, like you can put it anywhere on the net. Google will yeah. find it. Uh, people will be able to find it. All, every company out there is a job board. Um, so 
And we've seen it, right? Like, yeah. we just talked about Dice, whose stock is in the shitter. Monsters in the shitter. Like, career builders sold for pennies on the dollar of what they were 10 years ago. And it's yeah. because jobs are worthless. And I, my prediction is ATSs are next because it's, it's a technology. Like, Google can build it better. LinkedIn slash Microsoft slash Skype can build it yeah. better and probably mm-hmm. give it away or give it away really cheaply. So... So there are two there are two news stories in the last six months that I that I find interesting. One is Indeed. Uh, Indeed launched a free career site thing, um, a pretty light ATS. You post your resume, it goes on Indeed. I don't think they're separated. Like if you post it on Indeed, it's for everybody. It's not like a private um, database. But so they've launched sort of a small business free um, service and announced this week smart recruiters. Who is a well-known? You know, they've been around a long time, over ten years probably. Um, announces Smart Start, which is which is a, which is a free SMB ATS, which is interesting because if you remember, Smart Recruiters launched as a free ATS mm-hmm. for small businesses, and then about for four, three, four years ago, yeah, they started them. charging like a hundred a month um, to use the service. Now they're la- relaunching a free service and just renaming it. So I predict that ATS pricing will continue to go down. I think that more and more of them will start launching freemium or free services or free mm-hmm. options. Yeah. And this whole ATS market will just race to the bottom and become a much less valuable prospect for people who are selling it today. Thoughts? Yeah, I think on the enterprise side, it's going to be an entirely different discussion than it is on SMB. So we take a look at Microsoft. They're on the high side enterprise. Take a look at Google. They're on the low side SMBs. I think, again, from an entrance standpoint, Google is smart uh, with Google Hire going in on the small business side because you can make uh, you can make errors <laughs> on the SMB side that you can't on the enterprise side and you can charge much less and it's just it's just an easier e- easier to get into plus we were just talking about this with interviewing they have an in they already have 3 million uh, small business companies using G Suite this is just this is starting to add value to a suite of services that they already have that's the thing that we have to take a look at i re- i don't believe that the cost is going to go away. I think it's going to be absorbed into a, a different type of suite scenario, much like Microsoft suite of services, Google suite of services. I don't think that the, the dollar amount is going to go away. I think Google's going to drive it down. Uh, in some cases, they're actually higher than like a Jazz, a- I think it's Jazz HR. Um, they're higher than some of the other uh, ATS, uh, small business edition ATSs that are out there. So I don't think that they're they're really going to drive it to, to to free for the sweet sales, but yeah, for uh, smart recruiters to be able to to even get a name in the market, for goodness sakes, they've got to do something. So freemium is the only way in some cases that these guys are going to have to go. Do you think we're going to a world where sort of Microsoft, LinkedIn? Their, their hiring suite is enterprise level, and then Google is sort of this middle, small to middle area, and then maybe like a Facebook or something becomes the really small business re- recruitment platform. Do you think that's where we're going or no? 
Yeah, well, I I think they're definitely going to have their strengths, and I think once again, Google is smart starting starting small. Um, it was funny, smart recruiters was was talking on their their against Google hire kind of uh, uh, web web traffic propaganda stuff that they put out there. Um, that right. you know, Google, Google hire only posts to this site and this site, and I'm thinking, hey assholes they're put they are posting to google they are google <laughs> who cares if it goes well, that's to- the funny thing is that smart recruiters is touting our job postings go on to google for jobs yeah they do but so what do you think is going to happen to them later i mean seriously there's 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 a weighted game that's going to happen so yes i mean it's they're going to have their niches and they're going to do well in those niches um, I just think Microsoft starting at the enterprise level is going to be very, very hard because there's such high expectations, especially around customization versus Google going small and, hey, this is what you got. Go ahead, plug it in, use it. But you, you agree that Microsoft can tackle the enterprise space, don't you? I, I do. Mean, some combination I- of Office and LinkedIn and... Yeah, I just don't think that they understand the the complexity behind um, <laughs> the inability to for many talent acquisition uh, driven organizations to understand what's the best process. I think Microsoft and, and Google and some of these some of these organizations that are incredibly tech savvy and, and process driven will have a better process out of the box than most companies do today because they're still doing business like it's 19 you know 98 um but instead of paper they just took the same process and they put it online it's a shitty process they've got they've got to fight that and that's the hard part on the enterprise side it's not hard on the small business side though that's the thing all right man anything else i'm tired yeah i feel better though i was kind of i was kind of I was kind of salty at the beginning of the show, and I, I feel like I've had some good therapy. So it's it's uh, that's nice. That's Therapy's nice. good for all of us. Um, uh, yeah, no, I'd like to say before we before we leave, uh, Ohio State yeah. Buckeyes, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna we're gonna take a moment of silence and 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 really send good thoughts their way so that they can kick the Sooners' ass this weekend. Yeah, well, you you know you know I'm married to a Big Twelve. Um, bride dude that's on and you and if they don't beat OU it's going to be a hard it's going to be a hard week for sure Especially so yeah let's let's go after, bucks after her patriots and, lost and last let's, night <laughs> let's yeah let's go bucks and uh yeah i'd say go browns but you know they're the browns <laughs> browns are gonna nice brown stuff, so all right dude have a good weekend later this has been the chad and cheese podcast be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single show and check out our sponsors because they make it all possible for more visit hiredaily.com oh and you're welcome How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, 
thought leaders and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.